In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Good News for the City broadcast. It is the ministry partnership that we have between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC. My name is Brian Bales, and I'm your host today. And most of the time on the weekends, you can catch me as lead pastor at Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn. But you can also catch me on the radio talking about the good news. And one of the things that I love about this show is that it is the only local show that gives you the opportunity, the listener, to get locally involved with a local ministry or a local opportunity, and it often interviews local people being on the front lines of the gospel making the way. Now, if you've been a part of a church for any amount of time, or maybe you've just tuned in on the radio and listened to one of the people on WAVA talk about scripture, it's a good chance you've heard this verse. It comes from Mark chapter 12, verse 29 through 31. Jesus was in this moment, and someone asked him, of all of the commandments, what are the most important? And he answered this. The most important is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And then Jesus followed up and said, the second is like the first. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. It is very clear from scripture that Jesus calls us to love our neighbor. What's not as clear sometimes is what does that look like in our particular context? How we're supposed to live that out? Because sometimes our own lives and our own struggles take up our focus and we don't necessarily understand how to love our neighbor well. In some cases, we even neglect loving our neighbor well. So joining us in studio today, we have Mary and Edward Powers, and they've asked themselves that question. What would it look like if we actually lived like we love our neighbors? You see, when the Bible calls us to do something, it isn't just head knowledge, but actually to act upon it. So I'm glad that they're here today and talking about an initiative they have and a company they have that lives out the gospel through business, because the gospel can be lived out through business and any other way that we choose to follow Jesus in that way to hear about their business, Brave Neighbor Homes. It's a real estate business created with the question of what does it look like if we actually live like we love our neighbors? That's at the forefront. So we're going to discuss several aspects of the work such as relationship-based approach to serving their clients. They have give-back goals, and it will show us, by example, how we, if we so choose to follow God, can better love our neighbors in our own lives. So, Mary, Edward, thank you for being here, and thanks for being part of the show today. Good morning. Thank you, Brian. Brian. Yeah, well, you know, people often want to know, hey, let's hear your story, but sometimes they want a little bit of the story behind the story, like how did you arrive, you know? So let Mm -hmm. me tell people about you. Um, Mary, You've been together with Edward now for 30 years. You have four adult children. Um, You grew up in a loving home, experienced extreme poverty. Uh, In high school, uh, I'm reading here that athletics dominated your college years and your high school years before you experienced some things like knee surgeries and problems, right? 
that halted those Correct. pursuits. But eventually you met and you married Edward during college and you chose together to follow him as he was commissioned in the Marine Corps. And so for two decades, a lot of people in the Washington metro area would know that life, uh, sort of following all throughout the country or maybe even the world doing this thing as a married couple, but many times because of deployments and other things, having to do it more like a single parent, uh, raising children and being supported in that way. So you also led Marine families while Edward uh, led the Marines. You endured those years of deployment, but in 2019, as the nest emptied out and Edward retired from the military, it became your turn to explore your passion, which is where Brave Neighbor Homes came from that we're going to talk about. And Edward, you know, we just mentioned uh, spending many years in the military. Lieutenant Colonel retired 22 years as a helicopter pilot in the United States Marine Corps. And no, Edward, I've learned over my years, there's no such thing as a former Marine. Uh, so I'll make sure that I get that right. Uh, you culminated as squadron commander of a light attack helicopter squadron. But after you retired in 2019, you spent a year on mission with someone, uh, a ministry, Pulse Ministries, we've talked about here previously on Good News for the City, a nonprofit organization that exists to make Jesus known and you were their partnership director. But now, in the year 2022, your day job is leading a college faculty development team. But in all your other time, you spend it supporting Mary as a real estate agent for Brave Neighbor Homes, as well as providing personal leadership development. Now, that was a bit of a mouthful. But it's <laughs> important, right? Because background helps us where we've been, helps to understand a little bit more how where God is sending us. And so, Mary, I want to go to you. You know, 2019 comes around, you've got a, a, a new adventure in life. Um, how did Brave Neighbor Homes get its start out of that new adventure? And how did God lead you specifically to, to pursue this career path when, you know, there are many others maybe you could have chosen? I, my name got dropped in a hat to begin with, mm-hmm. which I felt like that was God saying, now is the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have helped many friends and family and um, strangers really decorate, look for houses, do all kinds of things with houses over the the 20 some odd years we were in the military because we're consistently moving. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when we moved to Virginia, my name got dropped in a hat Mm -hmm. and um, went and interviewed at a brokerage. And it really just one thing led to another and every door was open, like every door was open. And my passion for those things and for people, helping people just grew and grew and grew and just every door opened. And it was, it was almost like God saying, you know what, this is, this is your path. This is where I need you. This is exactly um, what you should be doing and I'm going to open these doors for you. Mm-hmm. And it has just been gangbusters since then. And isn't it amazing how experiences in our past that at first we don't recognize how they're all part of a greater plan. There's this moment where who would have thought moving around for 20 years as military and all the stuff that you did and all the redecorating and all of the things, experiences and moves would have been preparing you for something. Just a reminder that God doesn't waste anything, even if it's a lot of moving around, right? Right. Yeah. Now, and I don't know which one of you would be best to answer this, and either one of you, Edward or Mary, can jump in. But most of our listeners are familiar with real estate. I mean, you can't look <laughs> anywhere uh, online anymore or listening to radio or watching television and people not talk about real estate, real estate, real estate, and all the challenges with rising interest rates or 
increase in homes or whatever it might be. And it's probably one of the most vulnerable moments that anyone has when they're engaging something like that. Certainly for the vast majority of people, it is the greatest financial investment of their life. And so certainly there are many people out there who want to step into that moment and help you, or in some cases, help themselves, whatever it might be. What would you describe the differences of Brave Neighbor Homes when it comes to how you approach this work versus how maybe many other people were close about approach it and specifically how do kingdom values influence you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take that one. Um, so instead of going through what are their specific housing needs, mm-hmm. Brave Neighbor Homes jumps in and first initiates a relationship. And so we have conversations that ask the question, you know, what are your real needs? What is the situation? Who else is involved? It, it's not just about the house. Mm-hmm. The house can can be, you know, it's a material item, but the individual and what they're going through is different for everybody. And so Brave Neighbor Homes really digs in and, you know, number one, helps them realize is buying a house really where they need to be right now? Or is it a life situation where they need to step back and, and, you know, maybe save financially or maybe rent for a little bit or, you know, it depends on the situation, but it's not always about, oh, I have somebody that's going to buy a house. It, it's, it's really often not even about the house. And so, uh, oh, go ahead. No, well, well, what I hear you saying is, is that buying a house may be the outcome of what's best for them. Right but you're more concerned with what's best for them. And there's not a lot of people out there, especially when you consider the level of impact having a housing transaction could have on one's income, who'd be willing to say, you know what, I'm going to turn down possible income for someone else's benefit, even though it would seem like it benefit mine, my bit, my bet, me better. It's, it's weird. I talk for a living sometimes when I can't even get a sentence out. <laughs> uh, so am I hearing that correctly? You are, yeah. you are hearing that correctly. Yeah. Um, it's really, When we go through this business and for Brave Neighbor Homes, we have created more friendships than we've sold houses. Mm. And, but those friendships have cultivated, you know, investments and, and of course, financial, you know, benefits down the road. And it could be two, three years. It's not immediate. And that's what um, Brave Neighbor Homes does different. I, we have, clients and friends and neighbors, we call them neighbors Mm. that are booked out until 2025. Yeah. And it's because we've built relationships. We've had, you know, we have barbecues, we deliver food, we, you know, provide a place to, to stay if, if they need it in, in between, you know, we, we let out our basement, we, you know, or provide, find them a place to stay if, if we can't provide that for them, if our, if our basement's already full. (laughs) It sounds like real estate is your means of loving your neighbor, not the ends and of itself. And understanding that difference is how we think of it through kingdom values versus Mm -hmm. maybe different set of values that aren't how God would want us to live. Now, as I'm looking at this, you guys not only help people up front, maybe sometimes they don't buy a house, maybe sometimes they do, but you also have this idea, if this goes through, you, you want to give back to the community that you're called into. How have you been able to help the community that you're called into by giving back through Brave Neighbors? 
So we have what's called a give back goal and the Brave Neighbor Homes team, every time we earn a commission, a percentage of that goes into the give back goal. Mm -hmm. And we have been able to help different people, different um, organizations. But this year we're developing um, a process where as a team, we choose one particular entity and we give the whole sum back mm-hmm. to them. This year, it's a it's a huge goal. We have a very large goal. And um, I am happy to say we are on our way yeah. uh, to doing that. Um, people, we have been fortunate enough to earn people's business. And so um, we have not chosen the entity yet as a team, but it will, the lump sum will go to them and, and hopefully make a very large difference. Yeah. Um, and we keep it hyper-local. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been able to say, you know, help. I have a friend who's blind. She, she has eight children and couldn't afford, you know, the, the income that she gets, she couldn't afford to support the family. So we've, you know, Brave Neighbor Homes is, has given to her and just helped individuals um, if they need a little extra to get through the bills or, or whatever. And then of course we've helped larger organizations with providing, you know, food and, and stuff during the holidays and, mm-hmm. and situations like that. Yeah. You, you know, you're, you're expressing many times what I would like to use the language going the extra mile. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's not just about, you know, this one moment, but how do we continue to, that relationship, which is a great model when we look at Jesus, right? Uh, he was there with us, not just in the moment, but walking through. And and even when he left, he said, I'm giving you my spirit to be with you and to walk with you in these moments. It seems like um, that you've had some wonderful progress already in this, being that we're a little over three years or so outside of even launch. Um, mm-hmm. What other types of fruits uh, have you seen and how has this maybe changed your own lives when you see yourself as becoming friends or neighbors in first before clients engage with people. (laughs) I don't know. I think, I think there's a, there's a ton of impacts. I think one is just, you know, us figuring out how, what it looks like. Um, I'm retired. She's no longer a military spouse. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're beyond that. The kids are out of the house. We piled up a bunch of transition in about a year, (laughs) Uh, which is probably not the best idea, but then like my role went away, her role changed. What does that look like? And so, um, you mentioned initially that I had a day job. Well, I've, I've off-ramped that. Um, oh, very well, I got to work on updating my bio. So, Sorry. No, that, that was, that was my update, but the, uh, but I've done that because I found that, uh, you know, we have these ideas and for me, it's a very head thing for her. It's very natural. This passion, the relationship for me to put the relationship above the transaction, I have to be more deliberate. And I know that's because I'm a guy. I don't know why that is, um, but I have to do it, but I, it's taken me a little longer to catch up. Um, but now I realize that our pursuit of these relationships and finding these people, whether they're our local neighbors, our online neighbors, and building the relationships with them, like it able, enables me to align my values as a as a kingdom citizen mm-hmm. with what I do every day. Because all we do every day as realtors is build relationships, figure out what people need, and help them, equip them to get there. And so doing that together is not only built our relationship, it's built our ability to build relationships. And then what we're supposed to do every day is reach out and engage with our neighbors is now our job. And so that, that was really, I think the big thing uh, for me. And I don't know if that fully answered the question, but it just, it just allows relationship to become the center focus of our life, you know, 
beyond there's no schedule driving me like to get to the meeting, get to get to work to whatever it is. I have to maintain the relationships. Yeah. I love that reminder, especially for those of us who tend to be. And when I say us, I include myself in that uh, more head. I think oftentimes God has a bit of a sense of humor uh, in placing uh, those of us who are more head aligned and aligning us with those in marrying those who are more heart aligned. Uh, yeah. So uh, I know that tension in my own life, in my own marriage, in a good way uh, about doing that. I think there's something interesting about often the way we move kingdom values forward by doing things with excellence. Mm. I often, uh, if I have the opportunity to recommend someone, whether it's a mechanic or any of that sort of stuff, I often say I recommend them because they're good and they happen to be Christian, mm. not because they're Christian, because as we know, we're called to do things with excellence. And I think people maybe have had interactions with people who lead with Christian first. And there's not a thing wrong with that, but then don't do an excellent job. Yeah. And somehow that reflects back on the kingdom in a way that isn't. How do you guys feel about this idea of first stepping forth with excellence and serving people? Oh, and by the way, one of the reasons we do this so well is because of how we've been served by God. Yeah. So I have a, as we, as we were thinking about, you know, the opportunity to, to speak with you here today, um, we just happened in one of our Bible studies to be reading through Luke mm-hmm. and uh, we got to Luke 16 and it started, and there's a story of this shrewd manager, right? And this story's always thrown me, right? This guy comes and he, you know, he, you know, he's getting fired because, you know, he's not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And then he, he, you know, basically gives away a bunch of the master's money to build relationships. So then, so he can protect himself on the way back. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, this guy's going to get hammered. But then the master commends him for his shrewdness. And I'm like, and it's always kind of thrown me, but then I kind of looked at what we do. And as we're trying to take care of people, like we have, you know, everybody needs homes and, and people in the world are able to do these things effectively what does it look like to take that, you know, that capacity to, to, you know, to build relationships for a selfish reason in his case, but use that same capacity to build relationships, to build kingdom values. And, you know, just the, the, that shrewdness and that, and I think that kind of corresponds to the excellence that you're talking about being able to be, to do that thing, do that, you know, in real estate, to do that transaction so effectively that it eases the burden, it builds a relationship and it helps those people, come out of it in a better place. I mean, Mary's you, to see her light up, all you got to do is find a first time home buyer and mm-hmm. get her talking about what that is and making and make that process easy yeah. and have them come out the other side as a sophisticated, you know, experienced home buyer. So the yeah. next time they roll in there, they're not scared. They know exactly what they're doing. They're building wealth and they're able to then expand the kingdom, you know, in their own realm. But I think um, for us, you know, that, that, that is the key. Um, you know, and I think there's nothing more frustrating than when you run into another Christian and then Christian becomes an excuse for not doing a good job. I yeah. Like, I, think I, don't think, I don't think Jesus advocated that. Yeah. I don't think it is either. Now, Mary, I want to go back, you know, uh, sure. Brave Neighbor Homes provide a platform and supplies, you know, to those who, who want to help the community. How can those resources be used even outside of someone says like, all right, well, I'm not going to be into real estate, but I'm maybe into this. How can maybe that be used some of those ways? So we, because of the relationships that we have built over time, um, they understand where we stand Mm -hmm. and, and how we do business. And so when there is a need, those people are able to go ahead and, fill a need, even if it's not relationship based. Mm -hmm. So um, 
we have a connection that, you know, word of mouth is amazing. And if there is a need, all I have to do is send it to one or two people and it, they just flock to, um, I can fill that need or I, I can, you know, handle that. And, and so it's, it's been, I, I don't know if you, a tree branch and, yeah. and just branches out, you know, as it grows, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and even though people aren't in real estate, their platform, that, that ability to um, say, I can, and I will is yeah. huge. Now you also have a break neighbor initiative. Is that a little bit what you're talking about or is that something different to help people def- yeah. to understand the discovery of neighboring? Yeah, that's our that's our aspiration. I mean, yeah. um, we would love like what you know as we as we move forward, we would love to have the capability not just to like solve small problems, but to be able to provide people housing when they don't have any other option. Like we would love that. We, you know, we bought this house that was you know bigger than we need, and we have this big basement that we're able to like take care of people. Um, you know, sometimes it's clients <laughs> that are between moving and they need a place to stay for three days. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, people that, you know, are having trouble finding a place and they stay for a little while. So we're able to do that on a small scale, but it's not super comfortable for them. Um, but we would love to be able to build to the point where we can like, you know, Hey, I, I, we got you, you know, yeah. for, for a period of time, you know, we can bring you in there. And then, you know, on top of that, being able to then equip them. So it wouldn't be just like, Hey, you know, you can stay here for a week, you know, figure it out, but then being able to use that time to bring to bear the other resources and the relationships to equip them to, to climb out of whatever circumstance got yeah. them. And that's really the, the initiative is that's where we're aspiring to go with, um, you know, the, the engine of brave neighbor homes. And I think you're already illustrating in some ways that neighboring oftentimes is inconvenient and it's radical. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to be your neighbor and help with real estate, but you can't move into my house. Right. I mean, there's a whole lot of things that we all get those moments when Jesus calls us into serving at greater levels that we discover what we have to release to him and not. Now, in our last minute or so, uh, this is almost an unfair question to ask in a minute, but I'm going to ask it anyway, all right? What have you learned about yourselves and each other and maybe even God through now working together after working differently uh, over, over the last three years? I, I got I got, I got this okay. one. So they, <laughs> what we have learned is that past tense is the wrong tense for that verb. Uh, we got are it. learning. We are got learning it. about each other and... Um, after 28 years, when I retired, we found out that there was a huge gap um, in, you know, what I, we knew about each other still, even to that time. And so, you know, we just, you know, being that student of each other, that's something we're having to relearn and continuing to learn. Uh, but that's, that's the thing, you know, just the, the freshness that um, can continue to come back in a marriage. That's, yeah. that's the biggest thing about yeah. us that we had to we embraced, I think. Mary, I would I would love to have a whole conversation with you about what it's like for you now to be CEO and him take orders for you instead of him giving <laughs> orders for 20 some years. I'm sure that would be a whole nother show and a great time, but we're out of time today. But I just want to thank our listeners for listening and certainly point them to Brave Neighbor Homes. Uh, if they want to learn more about radical neighboring or they want to learn more about how to get a home or a town home or a condo, right here in the Washington metro area. So you can go to braveneighborhomes.kw.com. KW, I'm pretty sure it stands for Keller Williams. So braveneighborhomes.kw.com. And when you get there, you can find out more about Mary. You can find out more about Edward. And you can find more about 
Jesus Christ in ways that maybe up front you didn't realize that's how it was coming. Uh, so I encourage you to go there and to do that, as well as if you'd like to hear the show again, hear more about what they've shared about their heart for neighboring and has its expression through real estate. You can go to goodnewsforthecity.com. You can pick up our podcast and listen again. Maybe you just want to give a comment at WAVA.com. That's great. You can send an email to comment at WAVA.com. Or if you want to talk to a person that is live, you can call me right here at Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, 703-729-3900. That's 703-729-3900. Mary, Edward, thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you for taking the gospel out into the community in ways that at first maybe people don't think about, but it does an unbelievable job of loving your neighbor. I appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you, Brian. And folks, as you go throughout this week and you remember all that you've heard today and why it matters in your life, don't forget, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership, movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of Good News for the City, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.